Section 9 of The National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, April 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Alaska and its Mineral Resources Geological Sketch Original or Vein Deposits At present, so far as known, it is only in the coastal region that deep mining is being carried on in gold-bearing veins. Here it has become a well-established industry, and many large quartz mills are running on the ore extracted from these veins. The principal deposits of southeast Alaska are found in a belt somewhat over 100 miles in length on the seaward slope of the mainland, reaching from Sumdum on the southeast past Juneau to Berners Bay near Seward on the northwest. This belt may be also considered to include the deposits on Admiralty and other interior islands. A second belt further west is represented by the deposits on the western side of Baranoff Island, not far from Sitka. The ores, though not always exceptionally rich, are worked at a good profit because of the natural facilities of the region for cheap production. The most notable instance of this is the great Alaska Treadwell Mine, which has extracted over $7 million worth of gold from an ore carrying $3.20 a ton, which is worked at an average cost of $1.35. Such conditions cannot be expected to obtain in the interior. These deposits occur in metamorphic slates, diabases, and granites, all similar to the rocks of the auriferous belt of California, and probably like those, they are of post-Jurassic age. Owing to the dense covering of living and fallen forest trees in this region, prospecting is extremely difficult, and it is probable that future exploration will prove the extent of these gold belts to be much greater than at present appears. The gold-bearing beach sands from Lituya Bay to Yakutat Bay along the west foot of the St. Elias Range and the placers at the head of Cook Inlet around Turnagain Arm and on the Kaknu River, may have been derived from the wearing down of rocks of similar age and composition in the St. Elias Range and on the Kenai Peninsula. At Uak Bay, on Kadiak Island, gold deposits in slates are being worked, and the gold-bearing beach sands of the western end of that island and at Portage Bay and the Ayakulik River on the neighboring mainland are apparently derived from metamorphic slates associated with granite, so that it is possible that these more recent gold-bearing rocks extend that far westward. On Unga Island of the Shumagin group, still further west, gold occurs in eruptive andesites of tertiary age, and mines have been opened on these deposits, the most important of which is the Apollo one of the most successful in the province. As the Alaska Peninsula and the Aleutian Islands are largely made up of recent eruptive rocks, this is an important indication, showing the possibility of the occurrence of valuable deposits in such rocks. 
in the Yukon Basin, the gold, so far as known at present, is derived from a much older series of rocks, for the gold-bearing slates of the coastal region have not yet been recognized there. While the exact age of these gold-bearing rocks has not yet been determined, they are known to be older than the limestones supposed to represent the Carboniferous and Devonian formations of the Cordilleran system. Hence they are probably pre-Paleozoic, and in part are possibly as old as the Archean. The grounds for assuming this derivation are that these rocks contain abundant auriferous quartz veins, and that the richest placers thus far discovered are so situated that they must have been derived from them. These rocks are classified by spur as follows, commencing at the base. Basal granite schist. This, so far as known, is the fundamental rock formation of the region. The granite has, characteristically, a somewhat schistose or gneissic structure, thus showing evidence of having been subjected to dynamic action or intense compression and it may pass into a gneiss or even a mica schist where this action has been most energetic on the other hand it is sometimes massive showing no parallel structure planes and then is with difficulty distinguishable from the massive younger granites which are also of frequent occurrence in the region in the form of dikes and intrusive masses cutting across older rocks as distinguished from the granites of the coastal region, which are intrusive, these older granites are generally of reddish color and crumbly nature, while the later ones are dark gray from the abundance of hornblende as a constituent mineral. Birch Creek Series Resting upon the fundamental granite is a series of rocks, roughly estimated as possibly 25,000 feet in thickness, named the Birch Creek series, from the place of their typical occurrence. They consist mainly of quartzitic rocks, generally thin-bedded or schistose, so that they pass into mica schists. In some places they contain carbonaceous matter and develop graphitic schists. There are also bands which probably originated as intrusive rocks, but which by compression have become schistose like the other members. These rocks have abundant quartz veins. They are generally parallel to the schistosity or bedding, small and not persistent, but some cross the bedding and are then wider. They carry gold with abundant pyrites and sometimes galena. They are often broken and faulted. 40 Mile Series Younger than the Birch Creek series, but in general closely associated therewith, is another thick series of rocks called the Forty Mile series because of their development on Forty Mile Creek. They are characterized by alternations of beds of marble from a few inches up to 50 feet in thickness, with quartzitic and other schists, which may be micaceous, hornblendic, or garnetiferous, and sometimes graphitic. They are traversed by abundant dikes of eruptive rock, mostly granites and diorites. Two sets of quartz veins are developed in these rocks. One, an older set, 
which are generally parallel to the schistosity or lamination like those in the birch creek series and like them are broken by later movements and carry pyrite and occasionally galena two a set of larger veins which form an apparent transition from dikes of aplite a rock consisting of quartz and feldspar they cut across the bedding and are not disturbed by later rock movements hence are younger in age rampart series this still later series is primarily distinguished from the preceding by the darker color of its rocks which are dark green when fresh and become a dark red by weathering they consist largely of basic eruptive materials beds of diabase and tophaceous sediments with hard green shales and some limestones containing glauconite or green silicate of iron they also contain novaculites or fine-grained quartzitic slates and jasperoids or iron-stained quartzose rocks serpentine and chlorite noticeable by their softness and green color are frequent alteration products these rocks also contain a few quartz and calcite veins which are generally developed along shear zones or places where by rock movement and compression a series of closely oppressed parallel fractures are developed the basic character of these rocks and their large content of pyrite seem favorable to the concentration of ore deposits they present moreover certain analogies both in composition and in geologic position with the copper-bearing rocks of lake superior but the observed veins are younger than the joints and shear planes which were probably produced by the rock movements that crushed the veins of the older series and assays of their ores have as yet shown but insignificant amounts of gold and silver these veins as well as those in the granite are moreover much less abundant than those in the birch creek and forty mile series hence it is thought that the latter are probably the principal source of gold in the placers the younger rock series noted are briefly the following Takandit series this consists of limestones sometimes white and crystalline generally green or black alternating with shales in certain localities notably on the Takandit river it has conglomerates carrying greenish pebbles supposed to be derived from the rocks of the rampart series in the beds of this series have been found fossils of carboniferous age and plants of devonian aspect mission creek series later than the tacondit series but like it not very well defined is the mission creek series consisting of shales and thin bedded limestones with gray sandstones locally there are thin beds of impure lignite and at the base a conglomerate cement rock of the miners containing pebbles not completely rounded derived from older rocks in the neighborhood which sometimes carries gold the beds of this series are sometimes altered and sharply upturned and folded but generally have a rather fresh appearance in the neighborhood of shear zones they are impregnated with pyrite and carry small quartz veins 
the limited exploration of these rocks has developed no important deposits of mineral the age of the beds is as yet uncertain but they are in part as late as cretaceous kenai series next above the mission creek rocks and not always readily distinguishable from them is a great thickness of rather loosely consolidated conglomerates shales and sandstones generally greenish in color which are the coal-bearing rocks of the region they everywhere contain plant remains and rest unconformably upon the older rocks they have however been folded to a certain extent and stand upturned at angles of twenty degrees to sixty degrees they are supposed to be of eocene tertiary age later tertiary beds other and more recent tertiary beds have been observed generally in the more open country of the lower yukon which have little economic importance though they sometimes contain thin lignitic seams they are variously known from the localities where they have been observed as the nulato sandstones and the twelve mile and porcupine beds the two last named being assumed to belong to the same series the more recent formations silts and gravels will be considered under the heading detrital or placer deposits end of section nine recording by linda johnson